Welcome to our podcast series on IT modernization in government, underwritten this week by Google Cloud. I'm your host, Wyatt Cash, and in today's episode, we're exploring how the cloud and artificial intelligence are helping federal, state, and local governments respond to the unprecedented demands for social services during the ongoing pandemic. And we'll look at how these innovations are likely to fast-track digital transformation efforts across government going forward. Our guest today is Denise Winkler, Strategic Business Executive for the Global Public Sector Group at Google Cloud. Denise has more than 25 years of experience advising and supporting large-scale digital transformation initiatives for federal, state, and local government organizations, having worked at Booz Allen Hamilton, Accenture, Unisys, Microsoft, and now most recently at Google Cloud. Denise, thanks so much for joining us and welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. Well, perhaps one of the biggest issues we've seen so far through this pandemic is the importance of social safety nets and why technology plays such an important role during times of disruption. So, Denise, you work with a wide range of governments across America, and and you've seen how many programs are dependent on or related to one another. How do you see the social safety net that government agencies are trying to provide Americans, and what are some examples of those kinds of programs? Well, the social safety net essentially is made up of programs that are designed to support citizens in times of need or crisis, either short term or long term. So some of those programs would be things like SNAP, which is food assistance or cash assistance, public health insurance like Medicaid and CHIP, child support, child and elder protective services, as well as broader programs such as unemployment and public housing assistance. Give us a sense for the types of problems that you're seeing in general and during this pandemic in particular. So over the last roughly 16 weeks, we have seen more than 3 million Americans every week who are applying for unemployment. That is an unprecedented volume. The last highest spike that was seen in unemployment applications was in 2008 and 2009 at 700,000 a week. So volume is a significant problem for all of the social safety net programs. They are seeing record numbers of applications. And because the systems that support those programs are typically older legacy systems, some of them as old as 40 years old, can't scale to meet that demand. Then you also have new programs. When the CARES Act was passed by Congress as a relief program, they provided something called pandemic unemployment assistance, which had to be administered by unemployment agencies across the country. That was a brand new program. The same thing for pandemic EBT. And those legacy systems are not easily changed. They're not flexible enough to adapt that quickly. In addition, most social services agencies or social safety net agencies culturally have been an in-the-office or a butt-in-seat type of operation. They're not used to delivering services or having staff work virtually. And then the real issue is how does technology and how will agencies continue to serve this high volume of clients as we begin to reopen and recover? And one last point, when the systems that support these programs slow or fail, it has very human consequences to the citizens who critically need those services. 
It means that a family will go hungry or they won't be able to pay their bills. And in addition to that, the staff that are working in these agencies are frustrated and heartsick about not being able to serve citizens in a way that they want to. And the agencies themselves are desperately trying to achieve mission in the face of unprecedented volume and changes. Well, how have artificial intelligence and machine learning made a significant difference in dealing with all of these challenges, perhaps compared to past emergencies? Well, before we talk about AI and machine learning, I want to define that a bit. Oftentimes, when we talk about AI and machine learning, people start to think about the Jetsons and Star Wars. We use AI and machine learning in our everyday lives, even when we don't realize it. If you shop on Amazon, all the recommendations that Amazon brings up and shows you when you log in, that's artificial intelligence and machine learning. If you listen to Pandora, if you have Alexa in your home, these are all forms of artificial intelligence and machine learning. So how do we apply that and how has that helped? Well, it has especially helped with scale and volume. For example, the Illinois Department of Unemployment was having extraordinary difficulty with the number of calls and the traffic on their website. Using artificial intelligence and machine learning, we were able to put an intelligent agent on their website. The role of the intelligent agent was to be able to answer questions quickly so that staff could focus on higher touch, more important problems. It took us less than two weeks to train the model using their data and also keeping track of all of the questions that were currently being asked so that the model continued continued to learn and improve. And in the first two weeks, that virtual agent was able to take 3.2 million inquiries and responded with a 90% accuracy rate. In addition to that, Illinois took that virtual assistant and put it on their call center using a natural voice agent. The call volume for their calls were running between 10,000 and 300,000 and were peaking at 1 million calls. So the virtual agent not only answers questions, but also does routine tasks such as change my password, what's the status of my application. All of these things are excellent examples of how AI and machine learning can assist with volume. What other examples are there uh, where Google has helped government agencies address some of these challenges that you're talking about? Well, one of the most interesting examples is how we supported the New York Department of Labor. New York was facing a thousand percent increase in their unemployment applications. Their systems were overwhelmed and they couldn't process pandemic unemployment assistance applications. They didn't have the capability because it was a new program. What we were able to do for them in an iterative or incremental fashion is first we stood up an external website that could take application data, not only for pandemic unemployment assistance, but also for traditional unemployment. 
And we put that in the cloud. So it enabled citizens to apply quickly. And because it was scalable architecture, because it was stood up in the cloud, we could scale up and scale down depending on demand and actually throttle traffic and information to their backend system so that it wouldn't crash. And in addition to that, we were able to provide them with real-time reporting on the number of applications being submitted, how many were pending, how many were completed, et cetera. And in the first 24 hours, we processed 100,000 applications and over 1.2 million applications to date. Finally, Denise, what would you advise agency leaders to consider as they confront these new realities and as they plan now for the future with their IT investments? So in the short term, state revenues are going to be impacted by the pandemic. States are anticipating or estimating revenue shortfalls of up to 20%, if not higher. So approaching IT with cost predictability and cost containment is going to be critical. That is certainly where AI and machine learning can assist things like contact center AI, virtual assistants and virtual agents that can automate routine tasks, leaving staff to be able to address the more complex problems and issues. Moving forward, more of a long-term aspect, COVID has highlighted the weaknesses in our infrastructure and our service delivery systems. And those are often driven by legacy systems and legacy infrastructure. Cloud has stepped forward and assisted agencies today in meeting this instantaneous demand. So looking at digital transformation and how agencies move away from this traditional legacy infrastructure to a cloud infrastructure that is secure and flexible and scalable. Those are things that I think leaders should be looking toward. And then finally, in closing, looking at how is this pandemic going to fundamentally change how we work and how we deliver service? And how are we going to sustain that moving forward? I think that is going to be one of the more interesting elemental changes in how we deliver government services to citizens and achieve the mission outcomes of these agencies. Those are some thoughtful observations. I'm afraid, though, we're going to have to leave it there for today. Denise Winkler, thanks so much for joining us to talk about how cloud technology and other technologies can play a role in how agencies respond to these unprecedented demands for social services during the ongoing pandemic. Thanks for having me. And thanks to Google Cloud for underwriting today's episode. Look for more of our coverage on IT modernization in government on fedscoop.com and our FedScoop radio channels on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn. This is Wyatt Cash, your host. Thanks for tuning in.